You're going to sound great. I know. I'm really excited. I can't wait. I can't wait until that day. I'll <laughs> sound really amazing. Super <laughs> sexy. <laughs> Welcome, Pacer fans. <laughs> That's what my voice will sound like all the time on the new mic, right? Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to, like, yeah. We're going to have to recategorize the podcast as, like, uh, adults only or something. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Explicit just because John is so erotic with his voice. Yeah. There's probably an iTunes category for that already. It's on a drop down. Is the John erotic? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Yeah, so just prepare to. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepared to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi weekly Pacers podcast. Today is April 14th, 2022, and this is episode 587. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss, you heard it here last, the end of the season, the last three games of the season, uh, Pacers took on Philly twice and Brooklyn. And we're going to talk playoffs, baby. Uh, not the Pacers, of course, but we're going to talk about the uh, the good teams that are out there still. Joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Shout out to uh, the chosen people out there. Passover starts tomorrow. I hope everybody has a good Seder and uh, enjoys your matzah. Lots of matzah coming up. From Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Lots of matzah. Um, I would like to... uh, I just want to admit that we sloughed off at the end of the season. Um, and we did not uh, the finish end. the season strong. <laughs> but I, I want to say that the Pacers didn't either. Like, uh, I think they ended uh, their season poorly as well. So uh, we're just we're just uh, mimicking our the, the team that we love. Monkey Sorry see. about that. Monkey do. Uh, but we're back, baby. Back for the playoffs and all that goes with it. From Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? I'm definitely taking next week off. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Joe, Joe, can I um, um, give you a little update on the uh, the Fever, the WNBA? Because they're actually mm-hmm. doing a lot of things right now. Um, yeah. Uh, the WNBA just had their... Uh, 
their draft. And um, this is my favorite quote from um, Lynn Dunn, who was our uh, previous coach, and she's now our, our um, GM. That We got the uh, number two, four, six, and ten drafts in the first round, um, as well as the 20th, 25th, and 34th. It's the most draft picks in the first round in the history of the WNBA. And they asked Lynn Dunn uh, who she was going to go after as the GM, and she said, in our particular situation, we need a lot. We need help inside. We need help outside. It's a little bit easier for us to pinpoint our needs because they are glaring. Ooh. Yeah. So Shots fired. <laughs> um, they took uh, Nalisa Smith from Baylor at number two. Emily Inksler from Louisville at number four. Uh, with a reach, apparently. Lexi Hull from Stanford. And another reach at 10 from uh, Queen Egbo from Baylor. Um, and then my parents uh, had watched the, uh, the uh, women's uh, tournament and were really high on Destiny Henderson. They thought that she'd be a number one pick. Uh, we got her at 20. Um, mm. She was apparently the, the, the uh, best player in the uh, title game. Uh, could shoot from anywhere. Um, and uh, those four players are going to basically shape our future because uh, over the last four seasons we've had um, number top four picks in the last four seasons and we only have one of them still left Kelsey Mitchell so anyway um, this is the team now these new players so shout out go fever we got this you got this so what's the chances that the Fever run out of all-rookie starting lineup? <laughs> mm. I, pretty good, honestly. Uh, I, although, um, you know, I think uh, Kelsey Mitchell, who was uh, the, the number two draft pick 2018, who's still on the team, will probably spend a lot of minutes on the floor. But there's still a chance. We've also got uh, Allie Patsburg from IU. Um, she made the, the team. And Amisha Williams Holiday from Jackson State also in the in this draft. I think these these guys are going to make the team. These ladies will make the team. Um, Lexi Hall apparently is a defensive stopper um, and a three point shooter, uh, but a reach at six. So anyway, Lynn Dunn saw mm-hmm. something. <laughs> All right. And before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you that you can support. The longest-running Pacers podcast, which is us, by heading over to patreon.com slash undefeatables. And you can support us for as little as a dollar per month, which also uh, can get you access to our Slack, where there's uh, all sorts of nonsense. A lot of random stats have been going around recently, thanks to Charlie, who's been uh, dropping that knowledge on us. Also, uh, If you're listening to this on the day it released, it's tax day. You should probably uh, get to work if you've not done that. Hmm. But if you heard it here first, then... Yeah. Yeah. You should widen your scope on what you're listening to. (laughs) All right. So let's let's talk about this. The end of the season occurred. Pacers finished the season on a uh, perfect 0-10 streak. Yay! <laughs> they did it. I didn't think they could do it. Well they done, it. team. Uh, the Tuesday, April 5th, Pacers took on the Philadelphia 76ers at home. And they lose this one 131 
to 122. This game was big. They did not give up 40 points in the first quarter. So, you know, we were always in danger to lose that one. But we, we did it in the second. We gave up 49 in the second quarter. Um, and uh, we fought back a little bit. But that game, uh, Joel Embiid is pretty good. Scored, I don't know, 45 points. 45 and 13. Tyrese Maxey with 30. Tobias Harris with 10. Buddy Hill looking pretty good, 25 points. Uh, and Halliburton with 21. We play the Sixers again Saturday, April 9th. Play this one away, and we lose this one 133 to 120. Again, we only gave up 37 in the first quarter, so I was a little bit worried. Uh, but then followed up with a 29 and 34 points, uh, the second and third. Which uh, sealed the deal. So, do you think that uh, Joel Embiid needs to send uh, a thank you card to the Pacers organization for getting the scoring title? Because he also hit forty-one in this game after forty-five in the last, and he ends up winning the uh, scoring title for the NBA. You know what? I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing. Yeah, he probably should send a basket of flowers or something. I don't know what it is. What do you do when you win a scoring title? You know, I, I like those things when they're, what, what are the uh, the flowers that are also chocolate or whatever? How do you do that? The edible. The, the edible, yeah. <laughs> arrangements. Yeah. Edible arrangements, yeah. I think you need edible arrangements for uh, Carlisle. Yeah, that's probably a good good thing to do. Yeah. It's only polite. But yeah, Joel Embiid rocks 41 and 20 rebounds, just uh, for good measure. <laughs> uh, James Harden gets 20, 22 and 14. Uh, from the Pacers side, O'Shea Brissett, our top scorer, 20 points. And uh, Tyrese Halliburton, number two, 19. And the last game of the season, Pacers taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Sunday, April 10th. We ended on a back-to-back, of course. Afternoon game, so we can uh, put our feet up and relax. Kyrie Irving drops 35 on our heads. Kevin Durant with 20. Bruce Brown, 21 points, but we lose this one, 134-126. Not not too far off, but we did we did give up our traditional 41 in the first quarter. Uh, anyway, that ends the season. I guess O'Shea Brissett, again, our high, our high score, 28 points. That's the season. Pacers close out the week, and they are uh, on vacation somewhere, I'm assuming, watching some playoff basketball. From other players, they, uh, you know, not 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 even close enough to get to the uh, the playing game. They were they locked in the fifth. Was it the fifth slot with with the the streak they had at the end of the season, which gave them forty percent. What was it? Forty percent chance to get the number one pick. Forty one percent. No, forty one percent to get a top four. Yeah, top pick. four pick. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm not in charge. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, as far as the lottery goes, I, I really wanted the Thunder to win one more so we could be tied with them and maybe do a coin flip. Um, but, no, we're in the fifth spot, and it's where we've been most of the season, and uh, we did the right thing by losing the last ten games. So um, here we are. Uh, we've got a shot at the first pick. We've got a shot at uh, top four pick. And uh, there are only four guys that matter in this draft, so uh, cross your fingers. This is coming up in May. 
Shut out. We established time and time again that there's more than four people that matter. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. Nobody else matters. Okay. Um, also, also, uh, oh, here's another thing that we, we can't control. Uh, Cleveland's playing tomorrow, um, and if they lose, they uh, don't make the playoffs, which means they get a lottery pick, which means the pick that we traded for for Karis LeVert would turn into two second-round picks um, in the following two years, and we don't get a first-round draft pick. So it's possible that we thought we were going to get uh, you know, a, a 13, 14, 15, 16 pick that could be gone if Cleveland uh, loses tomorrow. So, yay. So cheer hard. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. Yes, go Cavs hard. They got to beat Atlanta. And you know what? We're not we're not big fans of uh, Nate McMillan, so just beat him. Yeah, Nate McMillan, not big fans of ours either. So I'm sure he's not <laughs> going to do us any favors. <laughs> but yeah, in theory, Jared Allen is back for that game. So Cleveland has been on a slide uh, ever since Jared Allen went down, but apparently he's back. They're probably going to give it a go on Friday. So yeah, kind of have to at this Hopefully point. That helps. Yeah. So, uh, Harper, anything from the the, the uh, end of the season you want to talk about? Uh, T.J. McConnell returned after being out for months mm. and played, like, two games. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Um, That's got to be on him. He, he had to have wanted that. I, I can't mean, imagine another scenario. He's just Did he have some kicker rat. in his contract where if he played X number of games, then he got an extra <laughs> 200K or something? I'm sure he's just, he's just a gym rat, right? He just always wants to be playing basketball, so... I guess in that sense, not a huge surprise. Uh, seemed to like throwing caution to the wind a little bit coming off an injury to me because I was, you know, uh, this season ended mercifully on a 10-game losing streak. Like, just needed to put a bullet in it and have it done. Uh, I mean, O'Shea Brissett was our high, high scorer last week. so Yeah, he wouldn't stop playing hard. Yeah. So he he definitely wants a job next year. I, I yet I'd be surprised if he can't find a, can't find a roster spot somewhere. So good for him. Well, I'm you know I I really do think that you know we as a franchise had Brogdon play with Halliburton for a minute for like five games or six games, and then I think there was some sense in which let's let's see what McConnell looks like with Halliburton in the backcourt. We know that Halliburton is moving forward with us as a franchise. Um, and what does that look like moving forward if, if you know, you've got a, you know, basically you're talking about two of the best Steelers in the backcourt in the, in the NBA. Um, can they play at the same time? Do they need to be rotated out? I thought that's what this was about. Let's just get, you know, a little bit of tape on these guys and see what happens. A really interesting experiment that, uh, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to loan a couple guys to us <laughs> to run in our backcourt. It's, uh, it's one of these few, it's a, uh, what is this, Synergy? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a crossover episode. Crossover episode. There you go. That's what it is. That would be good. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, TJ McConnell seems like a perfect backup point guard. And yeah. I, I want no nobody taking the ball out of Halliburton's hands. Um, right. I also want sure. none of this film to be used ever for anything. Right. So, well, I mean, you could use it as punishment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, you know, occasionally they might be on the court together, and that would be okay. Now we know what it looks sure. like. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, uh, McConnell's what? 
my height and uh yeah. you know uh i don't know i mean i He's got kobe not... i can run some sims it's fine <laughs> <laughs> what, what year of kobe did you have there uh, 22 well, he's, probably. He's the, yeah, he's got the newest one. Come on. Okay. Okay. It's Harper. All right. Well, I mean, you can still have the old ones. I, he's probably I got all the old ones. Also have the old ones. Yeah. 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 So the the game the the season has uh, has ended. Uh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. We're moving on. The no, uh, you know Joe, the, Joe, it's better than fine. We're the we're the 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 one of the bottom five teams in the NBA, and we have a chance at. Uh, you know, a really high draft pick. We have a chance to to land a draft pick that matters, and if not, pack it in. Just insta tank for next year. Yeah, yeah. that will be insta tank. I get will. out of here. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Connie's over. We're talking like everyone's excited about next season anyway. No matter who we draft, it's gonna be a fu- you know. We're going to have T.J. Warren back at Healthy Summer. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> it, 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 you almost didn't get that out because you were laughing really, so hard. It really brings the room together, that T.J. Warren. I'd, <laughs> I'd love to have T.J. Warren back, but I, he, he's not going to be with us. Bold prediction. But, yeah, yeah. I think next year is going to be fun, but uh, It'll you know, be more we'll, fun than this we'll season was. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, I think it has to, no, no. like, kind of by definition. So, uh, there, uh, I, I, I'm staying with my parents right now, um, and I'm reading a lot of the Indie Star, and um, one of the things that is happening is that uh, uh, Miles Turner is talking a lot of Yang uh, about how he wants to. He it's wants part of the to Yang be, gang. Yeah. He's he thinks he's real good and he's ready to come back. He said everybody's forgot about him because he was injured, and he's really excited to be the leader of this team, the leader of this defense, and he wants to play with Halliburton, who he understands now is the is the is the face of the franchise, but he wants to be on this guy's squad, and th- th- that could be positive. That could be good. At least he understands what what the, you know what's going on. So. But he also might think he's better than he is. So yeah, I, I mean, it. You, you say that he wants to. I, I have not been reading the Indianapolis Star. You're saying that he, what? That he thinks he's the leader of the team. Is that what he's saying? No, 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 no. He he. What he's saying is that he. Th- I think he thinks he's very good. Um, I mean, I'm it, fine with f- confidence. People are forgotten about him because uh, he was injured. Uh, he people forgot that he's the the you know shot blocker in the in the, you know, in the game. He, that he's. And now that who forgot Sab- that? I don't know who now these people that Sab- are. Now that Sabonis is gone, he can be the uh, the the full time center. Um, and uh, I think he's saying that he understands that uh, Halliburton is the new face of the franchise, and he's accepting that because he wants to play on the floor with a guy who wants to get him the ball, which is very cool. I think that's cool. Yeah. But he didn't mention Brogdon, which is interesting. Or mm. they didn't print it. Fair enough. Uh, Brogdon uh, also has said that he totally thinks he can work with Halliburton, and uh, he wants to be a part of this franchise for the long term. That's what the Indy Star is saying. Well, I'm not sure all these things are going to happen. It's nice he's willing to work with his coworkers. That's definitely a step in the right direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I am currently a pacer. <laughs> pacer? No. no, he said he said that uh, he was really pleased that the organization, uh, you know, trusted him enough to give him an extension, and he wants to be here. So 
what he said. So, we I mean, he's n- he's a politician. He's never going to mm. say the wrong thing. He's president, the president. Or whatever, yep. right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but that's good. You know, like I said, we presidents saw... don't ever say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, not in a recent memory. Can't think of anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I? Gonna say? Yeah, we saw a glimpse of them together, and there were, you know seemingly could work a bit at some level no none of it could work at <laughs> no? all it was okay. just completely opposite styles the whole thing was a mess i i love malcolm brogdon not really i look the thing is is we we talked to you yeah i think you said that he was the most disappointing pacer because he was supposed to take the reins of this team and he didn't do it um i look if he wants to be our bench guy we're paying him way too much to be our bench guy we got to trade him for russell westbrook it's got to happen and then we Poor. cut Russell Westbrook. No, we cut him mm. when he gets here, and then we just have uh, a bunch of cap space the next year. That's that's the rumor out there right now, and I'm I'm not totally against it. Wouldn't we have to send even more stuff than Malcolm Brogdon no, you, to make you, the you salaries? Would, you, you would trade uh, Heald and Brogdon for uh, um, for for, for, for Russell Westbrook, and then you bring Westbrook back, and then you just cut him. I I, I don't want to get rid of healed to get rid of brogdon i like healed a lot i agree with you i i i think healed helps our team i mean right now he's our second best player <laughs> <laughs> well until Behind miles no turner comes set. back until miles turner comes back uh i mean <laughs> even, even then he's probably the second best player but yeah i mean this says a lot about the state of our franchise yeah. that our two best players are uh <laughs> From the from Kings. We got some stuff to take care of. We got some stuff to work out. Stuff to work out. Yeah. I mean, if they do execute that trade, if that is a rumor and they go for it, then next year is definitely full. You know, it's like a double rebuild. Year. Right, because you're just getting gritting space, cap space. Yeah, you're creating cap space, and you don't have anybody to fill out the roster create room next year to sign anybody so we got the the four guys that we like right now plus the draft pick we're about to get and then uh you know move ahead and then gummy bear you know gummy bear and uh the sauce you know terry taylor season. birdhouse birdhouse yeah we can make this happen and did we give come up with a nickname for jackson yet iggy uh we liked ipa oh ipa Okay. Not bad. I can't remember why. Because he's hoppy. He's hoppy. Oh, he's hoppy. That's right. That's right. That was the most, like, connected uh, nickname we've ever it's come It's too up connected with. for you <laughs> yeah. to remember. <laughs> we'll just start calling him Fred. <laughs> why? Because it means nothing. <laughs> You figure it out. You, yeah, you we'll make up a story later. Don't worry. <laughs> Fred, Fred Jones won a there dunk contest. There you go. There we go. We already got it to pull together. Uh, and Rick Carlisle, for his part, gave an interview last week shooting down the rumors that he was headed for the – or adding front office to his list of positions on the Pacers. Um, he said that he came here to coach, and that's what he wanted to do and uh, trust the front office, so – uh, it, he additionally said that um, 
you know, he was fine with this this rebuild. Um, He's not afraid of it. Yeah, I'm here to coach his team and coach this team for the long haul. I'm not afraid of any aspect of a rebuild one bit, not one single bit, he said. So Ooh, it's good right. to hear that from was... the big guy. That's what you say right before you take that front office job. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's definitive. He went, he said, I'm not afraid one little bit. He said it twice, Joey. Yeah. I mean, he'll be here whether or not he'll be in the front office. Right. That's a different question. So, but, but he's not know, afraid. Yeah. He's not afraid, but he is fearful. I, for one, unlike Colson, I'm glad that Rick Carlisle's here. Yes. Well, if he goes to the front office, his first move would be pick up the coach with no job, Frank Vogel, on the market. Mm-hmm. Canned. Boo. Out of Los Angeles. Fired by tweet, I think. That's how we do things. This he was days. fired before yeah. he knew it. Fired by yeah. leak to the I media. mean, if he didn't right. know that he was being fired, then he didn't deserve that job to begin with. <laughs> I guess he could have just asked me. I would have told him. But. Yeah. Oh, I'm the Lakers and we didn't make the playoffs? Here's my keys. Right. <laughs> you pull my car around, yeah. please. He's got, did, he's got a valet, right? Did he deserve this, though? Yeah. He won a championship two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it's last year, his team played defense and now they didn't because they traded all the guys the way that play defense for old dudes that don't play defense he's a defensive coach you colson like you're and 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 and, and first ad was like (sighs) like injured the whole season yeah every time listen every year this happens some coach gets you know dropped on the sword because you know some other stuff happened that happens all the time you know what I really like about that, Joey, is you didn't say they have to fall on the sword. You say they get dropped on the sword. They got so, dropped. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he didn't, dropped he didn't go sword. for it. He didn't get stabbed. And he also <laughs> didn't fall on it. Yeah. He just got well, dropped on it. There was gravity involved. He got yeah. bumped on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the theory, of course, with L.A. and any team with LeBron James on it is, you know, he burns through coaches, you know, faster than anything. So, yeah. I'm not sure he ever really had the credentials for that job to begin with. I mean, he was hired as like a co-head coach with Jason Kidd, right? So right, right. He was so- hired to lose the job to Jason Kidd, <laughs> and then he did too good of a job. Right, right. and then he won a title, and they were like, to keep uh, him what around. are we now? Right. Yeah. So not a huge surprise, but he'll he'll land on his feet, I'm sure, with a franchise that, you know. For sure. Is nicer than the Lakers are. I hope so. Uh, it's a good man. We know that from uh, him being here. And they did him the luxury of like signing a one-year extension and then firing him. So, mm, so like, he's used to spend next year. Some extra cash out the door, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, Pacer fans, uh, no upcoming games for us, but of course the playoffs are beginning. Uh, so the only date to circle on your calendar is Tuesday, May seventeenth. That is when the draft lottery is happening. Oh uh, my God! So here's what I can promise you, team. Um, there will be an emergency pod after it, um, <laughs> even if it's just me talking. Um, I will uh, I will quit a job if they're going to make me work. Um, I will break up with a lady if she wants to have a date. Um, I will be in front of the TV, and I will make sure Pacers get this thing done. And uh, <laughs> Who do you think the Pacers are going to send to the lottery? Mm. Who's our representative uh, going to be? Reggie. They call, in, they call in Reggie for this one? No. He's probably got to work at a yeah, he's playoff game that day. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm thinking. Uh, I think Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Miles Turner definitely thinks it's Miles Turner. Yeah, Miles <laughs> Turner thinks it's Miles Turner. What about Halbert? I think that's a good one. What about Halbert? No, I think I'd say you said Turner. He's been Miles Turner's been there for seven, eight years, right? He's like the yeah. longest tenured pacer. How about uh, how about some Rick Smiths? He's local. Yeah, Smith. He also hangs out at the, every game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Bird, don't you send Bird in? Don't you think Bird would just have the confidence to make the lottery balls go? Yeah, but he's right? gonna look so miserable the whole time because he always looks miserable. What do we care? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we hired. <laughs> it was, that was on his resume. That's true. Uh, we'll look miserable in all circumstances, yeah. Yeah. even when Reggie hits a big shot in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Unflappable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Incapable of smiling. So, Joey, I know we're going to uh, to halftime here, and I know mm-hmm. we're going to do uh, the uh, playoff predictions the next round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I missed my um, my haiku uh, champagne of poems. So I like traded to it in for a, a WNBA update. <laughs> I yeah. did. You're right. You're right. But you know what? I need more time. But if you I got one, do... you got one. Well, I kind of got one. Oh, you know what? Say it, and I'll just I'll cut it out. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go for it. You've got you've got a half coup. <laughs> it's a low coup. Um, so I, so I've been uh, I'm I'm with my parents this That's week, bad. and we're uh, we're moving out uh, of the house, and um, after forty years, uh, the folks have been in this house. Um, we, they're selling it, and it's time to go. And uh, we found this in my fourth grade folder. Titled, We're Never Going to Move. We're never going to move. I'll make sure of that. And if my parents try, I'll make their tires flat. (laughs) We're never going to move. I'm positively sure. For this is where my friends live and where I'll mature. And if my folks were to die, I'd bury them in the yard. On their stone it'd say, we're never going to move. Mm. That is from uh, I, what, what's eight year eight year old Jonathan Colson, uh, who was uh, apparently wrong. They're moving. I'm not burying them in the yard. Yeah. It's time yeah. to move. Dark so, little so. second grader, weren't you? Yeah, no. <laughs> that was fourth grade. So you yeah, didn't have to bury ten, them in the ten. yard. Ten, probably. Ten, yeah. Oh, I've also ah. got pictures of you, buddy. There's a bunch of stuff needs to happen. I'm gonna share a bunch of stuff. Are you pointing at me? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Nobody yeah. else was in elementary school with me. <laughs> just just the two of you. Anybody else have any um, super yeah. dark poems before halftime? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll just leave it at that. I don't know. Bury your, I'm going to bury your parents, my parents in the yard. Yeah, cool. You leave my parents cool. out of this. <laughs> bury yeah. your parents in the yard, too. Well, let, come come around. <laughs> I gotta cut this guy's mic. That yard is zoned for a cemetery. <laughs> We're never going to move, Jason. We're okay. Gonna <laughs> We're gonna take a break, cool off, do what it is. Uh, uh, Colson, maybe you can write a maybe you can write a happier poem. No, in the break, no, not happening. Uh, okay. No. We're all we all die alone. Okay. We'll be back in a few minutes. I'm going to have to find some like really peppy music. (laughs) (laughs) 
going to end off the Pacers regular season with my final 2021-2022 regular season adjacent stat of the week. <laughs> so many caveats. Very specific. <laughs> Joey, stat of the week. And Colson, I thought about you when I when I read this one. You know, when I, we, we talk about our, our, our Slack community, uh, pretty much every show, there's there's something going on from there. And this one is the one I thought of you because... Because the, the, the stat involves a small penis? Is that what it was? Well, finally you should ask. No, uh, it's, uh, you know, what's, what's the most common emoji that you use? Ooh, when, I like uh, the upside down smiley face. I like that. I'm a big fan of that one too. Yeah, yeah. I also like the 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 the, the palm on your face one. Right. And I also like the kissy face with a heart. Those are my three favorite. <laughs> There's another one you're using a lot. And it's just a pair of pants. Pair of pants. That's how I respond to all things. That's why that's why I said You're that. right. You're right. I respond to all things pants. I know your emojis better than you know yourself. <laughs> Well, you don't know the way I respond to the ladies. That's true. I respond to you with all thing pants. Yeah. Well, I know how the ladies respond to you, but well, we don't have to put that in the show. Well, that's weird. <laughs> what, what, you know that they just ignore me? Uh, how do you I know mean, that? Did that tell reason me? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well. Small penis? Is that is that right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, Coulson, this one is about a pair of pants. In fact, it's the world's oldest pants. Mm. The world's oldest pants are 3,000-year-old wool trousers. Belonged to a man buried between 1,000 and 1,200 BCE in western China. They're made of wool. And what's pretty interesting about them, so these these particular ones were were found in his grave. Uh, He was buried in them. Uh, but they seem to be uh, of the well, at the time they were they were um, uh, woven, of course. But they actually had four different weaving styles that were on the same pants, and there's no evidence of any cutting of the fabric. Uh, so they just had four different patterns in 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 all the right places. But it was uh, uh, roomier in the crotch because they the believed to be horsemen and so they would be you know uh you know riding and and uh swiveling around if you're doing horse things uh whether you're whether you're uh battling or hunting or whatever uh but you need to have something that is uh uh roomy tough. in the crotch yeah. roomy yeah. in the crotch and I don't, I don't need that but but i i get that other people might yeah. it's fashionable but you can wear it you can it's wear it in that style if you want to throw sure. off you know a different look you know yeah, yeah for sure yeah, well, I'm glad they. I'm so, glad they didn't have to buy off the rack since there's just four, you know, unique yeah. patterns. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so, so, so these, so these are wool pants. They're not like jeans. They're just like it's like. Well, do they have sheep in ancient China? Is that what's going on? I mean, they, yeah, they had. Well, you, it's interesting. They had wool, but no sheep. They grew. They grew the wool. Really? Interesting. No, no. <laughs> Back hair pants. <laughs> Yeti. Back hair Yeti pants wool. is the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had uh, it was it was wool from sheep, and well, actually, one thing you mentioned jeans. They said that in this article that the uh, the 
the pattern that was used for most of it was twill, and that is uh, it, it's sort of a it's it's sort of basically the the pattern that it's sort of the the stitching pattern or the the weaving pattern you use for jeans, and so it's it's of then they look you know that part of it looks sort of like jeans. It's just brown instead of uh, you know the blue for denim. Um, but it's a little bit stretchier that way. I guess they say it's stretchier than um, the wool, you know, the wool before it's woven. So it's a good utility pant. You can uh, ride it on horseback. You can get buried in it. You know, you could be found by some people three thousand years later. Yeah. Do we need look to be good. like making the the pants more like that now? I mean, do we these need to learn the 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 lessons of our past? Well, these lasted 3,000 years, and the last pair of jeans I bought lasted way less than that. So, <laughs> Excellent maybe. point, sir. Yeah. You need, way you need to get your uh, jeans a little roomy, more roomy in the crotch. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to turn this podcast blue, so uh, I'll leave it at that. Anyway... If you want, uh, we're going to put the the uh, article in the show notes here so you can see a beautiful pair of 3,000-year-old pants. 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 thought you'd be talking about the W boson. No, I don't know. I didn't see that one. All right. Uh, what's the W boson? Uh, well, the, the nice uh, ladies and gentlemen at Fermilab blew up the standard model of particle physics this week by... Again, by finding a uh, a W boson that needs to go on a diet, it's apparently a little bit heavier than predicted by the model itself. So something is amiss. But it's the most accurate. Start over. It's the mo- yeah, start over. Throw it all in the trash can. Uh, but supposedly the most accurate measurement ever made. So it is very problematic, apparently. Come on, Fermi Lab. I know. Throwing a monkey wrench in things. I'll have to look into that one and uh, be back next time. I also was reading about uh, a, a probe that was getting launched real soon here that's going to be uh, orbiting a asteroid. Um, they're going to, it's a, like a heavy metallic asteroid. They're just going to, the fact they can just launch these things and, and orbit an asteroid, uh, pretty dope. Also, Russia's going back to the moon, but <laughs> that's what they. I doubt that. I feel like they're. I feel like they're tied up right now, but yeah, I don't know. I doubt that. Yeah. Did they um, fashion the 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 probe that's going to orbit the heavy metal asteroid with a mullet? Um. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody has, if somebody's cool at NASA, then yes. <laughs> And I tell you what, those guys rock. So I'm sure that yeah. I'm sure they're going to. Mm-hmm. All they right, definitely painted like these things. Yeah, on the horns on there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. The last topic we wanted to discuss is the the playoffs are starting. We 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 have cemented in at least you know the, for the foreseeable future. I believe we're we're using the the play in tournament. You know, de- debuted during COVID. And uh, you know Colson, Colson doesn't have any feelings on no. it. But Jason, 
you want to take us through the the playoff matchups as as we got them coming in? Up for yeah, the end of the season? yeah. No, it's it's playoff time. As Jill said, you know, oh, it's nice. You know, uh, the season's over. It's not, you know, Pacers games three nights a week. Now that you've been watching them a lot, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and I said, yeah, no. Now there's games every night, <laughs> and they're gonna be way more so, fun than so the Pacers. We're in good games. shape. Yeah. So we don't know all of the matchups yet. Um, the NBA, as you guys know, are doing this play-in uh, format. And so as we record today, we know three of the format, four matchups in each conference, and we're waiting to see who the number one seeds in each conference will play. So in the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns will play the winner of the Pelicans Clippers game that's taking place tomorrow night. Go Pels! And the uh, Miami Heat, who are the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, will play the winner of the Hawks and Cavs, as we mentioned earlier. Go Cavs! Go, go Cavs, Cavs! Go Cavs! Go Cavs! Um, so we could make predictions on this series. We could do it, um, you know, optional. You can pick. Uh, you know, what you think Phoenix would do over the Pels or over the Clippers. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or and yeah. over the Clippers. For sure. Okay. Uh, the Suns, of course, uh, dominated the league this season, won 64, 65 games, something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, the Clippers were about 500, uh, but got Paul George back right at the end of the year. Boo. Uh, so they are set to flame out uh, <laughs> uh, the Pelicans uh, beat the Spurs in the first play in game uh, and looked quite good there our boy CJ McCollum uh, of previous Portland Trailblazer fame uh, went nuts had 27 points in the first half cooled off in the second half but uh, definitely drew all of the defense and then just started dishing off for uh, easy baskets to his teammates um so uh, let's start with uh, Mr. Colson. Who do you, you uh, previously said you have Phoenix winning the whole damn thing? So I assume you're taking them to win For over sure. either the Pels or the Clips. For sure, I, I watched the um, the San Antonio uh, uh, New Orleans game, and I was actually really um, excited about how well New Orleans plays without their best players. Zion Williams is been gone all season long and they've got themselves into the playoffs and um i think they uh, they'll they'll be there and i think they'll lose um i think they'll beat um the clippers and i think they'll lose uh 4-1 to the um to phoenix now if for some reason the clippers win this game i think they'll still lose 4-1 so i'm going phoenix not in a sweep, but uh, you know, maybe Paul George, you know, hits the backboard on a, a game winner. <laughs> the side of the backboard, right? Yeah, to to get that second win, and it'll just it'll still end in a four-one. Okay, gotcha. Sounds good, uh, Joey. What you got? Uh, we'll just take takes Suns three-one either way. Three-one. <laughs> they wouldn't even make them play a fourth uh, win a fourth game, huh? Wait, what now? You have to win four games to it's win. It's a seven-game series. Oh, right, right. So you I guess four yeah. games. Four-one. Uh, well, no, you know, I think three-one. There's probably going to be uh, 
What, what's the gentleman sweep when they just bow out of the when you just concede the the series? There's a name for that, right? <laughs> we'll go four one. Uh, unprecedented. <laughs> unprecedented. The, the unprecedented sweep is what they call that. So the douchebag sweep, I believe, is if you win the first game and lose the less the next four. The gentleman sweep is if you win the first three and then give up the 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 fourth win and and win four one. That's a gentleman sweep. Correct. Yeah. And then there's the douche nozzle sweep. So everybody's on 4-1 regardless right now. Well, I don't uh, know about well, Harper. Harper, what do you got? Well, uh, everyone thus far. Yes. Oh, thus far. But I just I just think Harper's uh, probably going to go crazy on uh, New Orleans, I assume. Well, he loves Paul George. So yeah. Both yeah. of <laughs> these teams are awful. It's a sweep. <laughs> sweep. Okay. I'm with you on this one, Harper. Yeah. I think the Phoenix on sweep either of these teams. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's stick in the, the Western Conference. Let's work our way through the West. So uh, the Suns, uh, whoever wins the Suns, uh, Pels slash Clippers series will face the winner of the Dallas Mavericks versus the Utah Jazz. Dallas is the four seed here, so they have home court advantage uh, against Utah. Uh, let's start with Joey this time. You, you got thoughts on this series? <sighs> well... I kind of like Utah. Okay. I kind of like Utah. Should be mentioned, um, Luka Doncic, at the uh, last game of the season, had a calf strain, which previous types of this injury have kept guys out for up to three to four weeks. Mm. Um, so he, he gets a week off uh, you know, while he's playing games are going on, uh, but he's likely to miss at least the first two games of this series. That should be noted. And uh, the Utah Jazz are the Utah Jazz, so Mm -hmm. uh, who knows what to make of them? Um, You know, I think I'll take I'll take them I'll take the Jazz in six. Jazzies in six. Mm -hmm. Do 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 do. All right, Harper, what do you got? Um, I've got what I think is going to be a pretty good series. Um, We'll see what happens with Doncic, but uh, I'll take the Mavs in seven. I like that. Okay. I like that. Um, so, so I'm, uh, you know, I, I root for Utah despite the fact that I hate their franchise and hate their state. Um, <laughs> I, I tend to root for them because, um, you know, they're a small franchise and uh, they've, they've created, I think, what I really like. I love Bojan Bogdanovich on this team. Um, I think they're going to lose this. In seven, I'm, I'm I'm with Harper on this. Hmm. Even without Donches on the first two games, that's how I feel. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Dallas is so um, Donchich centric. It's like right. a very heliocentric offense. Right. It's hard to see how they win a game if he's not playing. I agree. I agree. It's a Jazz team that um, has played under um, expectations this year, but still real good. Definitely is still real good, and and has a play have a player in Donovan Mitchell who um, definitely shows up in the playoffs. So I'm going to take fifty last year in the playoffs, right? Yeah, he had a couple nice performances in in that Nugget series. Um, I'm going to take the Jazz in uh, seven here. Nice. I think they can pull it out. Okay. On the road. Uh, okay. Cool. That sounds like the best series so far, though. 
It's a good matchup. They're very both very good teams. I mean, but the rest of these matchups are all pretty juicy as well. I mean, once you get to the playoffs, it turns out that most of these teams are actually good at basketball. So, uh, yeah. Sometimes I watch the Pacers play anymore. I haven't seen much of that this season. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the 3-6 matchup, uh, which features the number three seed, the Golden State Warriors, who I just read on uh, NBA Reddit, uh, is expected to be ready to play in game one. Uh, Steph Curry, that is. I didn't say that correctly. <laughs> um, and they will be facing the number six seeded Denver Nuggets, who are featuring uh, front runner MVP candidates uh, Nikola Jokic and a bunch of guys you've never heard of. It's Jamal uh, Murray, Bones, back. Bones Highland, and whatnot. Uh, Har- Harper, what are you seeing out of this? Uh, Warriors are heavily, heavily favorited in this series. Um, so I'm gonna zag. I'll take the Nuggets in seven. Whoa! Ooh, like interesting. I think Jokic is um, that good. He's having an MVP season. Um, I'm. I don't know what Steph's gonna bring when he comes back. Threes. Mm. Yeah. No. I mean, of course, of course. Bold. I <laughs> but. You know, and they haven't had their whole team together like they did uh, when they won those championships. I, I really do think Denver is a special team, and if they could get anybody back outside of Jokic, they might make some damage here. But I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, Warriors and six. Dubs and six. Uh, I. I'm also on the dubs in this one. I think that they, when they have Curry and Green, they're a special, special team. Uh, Clay Thompson also seemed to be rounding into form towards the end of the season. I think he averaged something like thirty points, thirty plus points in the last three games on fifty percent shooting. Uh, so that's another good sign that he's starting to get back into shape. Uh, I think it's not going to be easy. I think Jokic is a B. So I'll take Warriors and six in this one. Joey, I'm gonna take. Uh, I don't like this pick, but I'm gonna take the the Warriors and five. Mm. I think with those three guys, look. I mean, who's we, gonna we, stop Jokic? There's there's nobody above like five ten on do there. You have to stop Spot. Jokic. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm clearly I'm exaggerating. I they feel don't have like, the size for Jokic, is what I'm saying. Well, it's like people, it's haters like you well, that I have mean, said Looney, jump, Looney, jump. Looney can show up, but like he's going to just pass. You said jump shooting teams can't win championships <laughs> for years. You know? And you, 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 you've been all over Twitter with that for years. That's true. That's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So They can throw B-Elites out there and hack him six yeah. times and... Three's more than two. I mean, the thing with the thing with yeah, that is you. You might as well just let Jokic go crazy and and just not let anybody else do anything. Yeah, that will likely be the strategy unless Jamal Murray does indeed make it back. If he makes it back, it's a whole different series. I I like Harper's pick. (laughs) I mean, him even if he comes back, he's coming off of an ACL tear. Yeah, I know. Straight into playoff level basketball, like he's special. Don't get me wrong, but. That's a that's a tall ask. I'm special. All right, Joey's on dubs and five. 
All right, let's move on to the 2-7 matchup. Uh, the, this features the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, who were the surprise number two seed this year. I think they won 55, 56 games, which is just incredible. Uh, and they will be facing a Minnesota Timberwolves team who defeated the Clippers uh, on Tuesday uh, in interesting fashion. Carl Anthony Towns fouls out of the game. Uh, the Clippers are down eight or something at that point. Or sorry, the, the T-Wolves are down eight or something at that point. They storm back, put the clamps down on defense. Pat Beverly, uh, who now plays for the T-Wolves, goes crazy, um, uh, tweets some uh, offensive stuff about the Clippers, who he felt uh, 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 low-balled him with an offer. Uh, and, uh yeah. Here we are, the T Wolves, first time, second time in the playoffs in the last eighteen years, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something ridiculous. So, um, who you got? I'll go first in this one. The Grizzlies have been impressive even without John Morant, and I actually don't know the status of him. Is he expected to play in this series or not? Yeah, he'll be back. his health is questionable though. Yeah, it's questionable. Yeah. Like they're they're thinking he'll be there for game one, but it's it's up in the air. Okay. They're like twenty and five without him. Yeah, I yeah, think something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I but I think of the teams that the Grizzlies could have faced uh, in this uh, playoffs, the T Wolves are the perfect team because they are similarly unex- inexperienced mm-hmm. when it comes to playoff basketball, and uh, that was sort of the only weakness I think that the Grizzlies had was if they played a, a playoff savvy team. They might get uh, taken advantage of. Timberwolves ain't so that. The... <laughs> no, the Timberwolves are not that. Uh, I'm going to take the Grizzlies, and I'm going to take them in uh, five to win this. Colson, what do you think? Uh, I think Minnesota is better than we think they are. Um, but I'm I'm with you. I mean, this is this is this is the perfect. Um, team for both these teams to play i mean you know minnesota is going up against memphis that doesn't have a lot of uh you know um playoff experience i think memphis is still a better team i think they pull this out but i think minnesota is going to get some wins and this is going to be good for their franchise moving forward um i'm giving them um i think the home court advantage is going to make it work memphis wins in seven Okay, sounds good. Joey, what do you think? Uh, I think. Uh, okay, never mind. Sorry. No, that's what I was going to go anyway. I think. No that doubt. The, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that. Well, Memphis is. I like Memphis a lot, but this is a team with not not a lot of you know deep playoff runs. The Memphis teams from some years back did, but you know I think this iteration is is. Not uh, not the same. So, I think Minnesota is going to make a little noise. And, you know, they're not, uh, you know, they don't know what they don't know. And so, they're going to just go out there and play. Are they winning? I think they're going to win. I think they're going to, it's going to take them, it's going to take them seven. But I think they're going to have to do it. Winning in Memphis. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I like this call, Joe. 
Walking in Memphis. Mm-hmm. When is Memphis? Oh, this is this is a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Harper, what are you seeing in the tea leaves here? I uh, will be trying my hardest to root for the Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I do hope for them that Anthony Edwards is going to help carve out uh, a different path for this team. Um, I, I think the Timberwolves, uh, lots of the Timberwolves know what they don't know. Anthony Edwards is the guy who doesn't, right? So uh, he could walk in potentially and, and surprise some people, and I hope he has a really great series. And uh, that said, I, I had the Grizzlies in five. Uh, I'll take them in six. Fair enough. Fair enough. God, hater, hater. No, Joe. I think I, I appreciate what you did there, but I think uh, Harper's right. Uh, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns probably has the most at stake in this series. Um, yeah, he did not look good in that <laughs> playing yeah, game. Yeah, but here's the thing: if John ja Morant gets to play this series, he is immediately the best player on the floor, for sure. So. I mean, I, I mean, I, th- I think his health remains to be seen. Yeah. I don't care if he plays. I feel like he's still better than everybody else. We'll see. Even if Definitely he's broken, me. That's how. That's uh, yeah, sure. he's better at basketball than I am. Even broken. That's uh, quite quite a statement there. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Let's move to the Eastern Conference. Uh, the number one seed, Miami Heat, which just sounds weird. I feel like this is a team that just flew under the radar all year and right. is somehow the number one seed. Snuck in there. Uh, they they will play the winner of the Hawks and Cavs, as we mentioned before. Go Cavs! Uh, go Cavs! Colson, do you want to start us off in this one? You got thoughts? Oh on... yeah, this is this is done. I mean, the Heat are. Uh, way better than either of these teams. I assume there's a world, just because of the way the basketball works, that uh, either the Hawks or the Cavs hit more threes in a game, but I think this is 4-1. Done. Heat are better. They play defense. Um, neither neither the Hawks or the Cavs play defense, so this is done at 4-1. Either way. Sounds Didn't good. Atlanta go to like to the Eastern Conference Finals last year? Yeah. They did indeed. And, and you know who their coach is? I uh, do. Who, who is it? His name is Nate. Uh, it was Nate Eastern Conference Finalist McMillan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what he's really good at? Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals. Drawing up plays. <laughs> mm. I think we're thinking of we're thinking of a different coach. Oh, maybe, maybe I am. Yeah, you're thinking of Nate Bjorkren. <laughs> no, <laughs> Joey. Uh, who? What do you think about this? Boy, you know, I in my my heart wants to tell me that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to beat the the Hawks and then take it to the Heat, but I think they're going to need another year. Uh, the 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 Cavs that is, uh, they got a lot of young talent. They're They've looking had a nice fun. season. Yeah, they had a nice season. They're they're going to be fun, but it's going to be a little bit of time until um, they're ready to. The, the Hawks, Spolster's got this team running, you know, better than they should. And the, the, the Hawks, the Heat, the Heat, the Heat. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I know the Hawks don't have a coach that's making them better. 
No, no. Spolster, and Spolster only actually he, he's only on the Heat. Yeah. So unless so he's you got, so you're taking the Heat and how many? Against? Uh, well, let's. Well, I'll take the Heat over the Cavs in. I'll say six. Make it uh, mm. make them work. Make them work for you. And if they play the Hawks, yeah, the... sweep. Oof. Get them nice. out of here. Wow. Yes. Get them out of here. Okay. Nice. I'm gonna go the reverse of that. I think if the Heat play the Cavs, they sweep them, and if they play the Hawks, it takes them seven. Ooh, Ooh, okay. Seven. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have the Heat in a sweep over the Cavs, and I have the Hawks in seven over the Heat if they. Whoa. Okay. The ninth seeded Hawks over. Well, they will be the eighth seeded Hawks. Hawks. They will they be the eighth it, at yeah. some point. Yeah. So Not, you're, you're telling me there's a one eight upset for the Hawks. The yeah, John Collins is back. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Why not? Trey Young is the truth. Trey Young is the truth. And they also have the coach that we had that never got out of the first round. But, yeah, he, but he also didn't have trouble. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have any trouble last year, did he? <laughs> no, you're right. You're not wrong. He had zero Trey Youngs. He had zero Trey Youngs. Yep. Give that guy a point guard. Look at what he can do. Look at this. You want the one eight like upset? This is exciting. I love it. Oh, this is this is deep. this is this is bold. Well, it's it's heartbreaking for me because I, I'm rooting so hard for the I'm rooting for a terrible series against the Cavs. Like that's what's happening. My right. basketball brain is just all messed up right now. <laughs> like that Hawks Heat series would be truly interesting, but with any luck, we won't actually get to see it. Right. That's right. Need to see a, a miserable Cavs. Yeah, series. it's just super dumb. All right, let's move on to the four-five matchup in the East that's uh, featuring the fourth-seeded Philadelphia 76ers against the fifth-seeded Toronto Raptors, who have been playing very good basketball second half of the season. Sixers, of course, made mid-season trade for James Harden and have front-runner in the MVP race, uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, and some other guys that can do some things <laughs> and have a coach in Doc Rivers who sometimes does good things in the playoffs and sometimes does he thinks he really matters. dumb things in the playoffs. So yeah. And uh, the Raptors, of course, have Nick Nurse, who's a freaking genius. Um, so let's start with Joey on this one. What do you got thoughts on Sixers-Raptors? I mean, for it should me, be noted. Actually, before I before you go uh-huh. on, it should be noted that uh, Matisse Thybul, Thybul, however you pronounce his name, stupid, uh, who is a, his name. a key player <laughs> for the 76ers, is unable to play any of the games against the Toronto Raptors that are taking place in Canada because he is not vaccinated, mm. uh, and so therefore like cannot travel to best, Canada. He's their third best player, arguably. Yeah. Tobias Harris wants to fight you. Yeah, but you know, no, sure. what, that's okay. Whatever he can fight me because I, I think I can fight him. <laughs> I regardless, Thibel cannot play in Canada, so take that for what it is. That is not useful, as what that is. Yeah, <clears throat> I just changed my prediction. <laughs> wow, Joey, what that, you got? That's what puts you over the edge. Well, right. I was already on the edge. <laughs> that's that's not a shock. Um. I'm going to fight you. (laughs) Get in line. Um, Yeah, so 
I believe that uh, Toronto is. Th- I think Toronto's looking good here, and I look. I've seen James Harden in the playoffs. I know how far he goes. Mm. It ain't that far. <laughs> Joel Embiid, where's he gone? Not that great. Well, Toronto's going to take this one in. Ooh, I'll say in six. Raptors in Rap- six. Tours. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this. I just picked them because I don't know what a sound a 76 er would make. Mm. Sound of freedom, buddy. <laughs> Ding. Ding. <laughs> uh, Colson, what do you what do you think? Freedom is not getting vaccinated, Colson. Think about that. <laughs> Look, I'm. You know, I hate the beard. I've always hated the beard. Um, but here's the thing: Joel Embiid had, and I and I hate Philly. I, I hate I hate the fans. I hate the squad. I hate everybody who's ever been a part of who's ever entered the building. I hate all of them. Uh, T.J. McConnell, Mad Doctor J. Shade, right now. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look. If you if you ever, <laughs> ever thought about rooting for the Philadelphia Sixers, you are a bad person. Um, so let's just let's just get that out of the way. Um, I I really am proud of Joel Embiid. Uh, this is the first season where he has showed up. He's spent the entire season playing basketball. We all thought he could never do a full season because he was always going to be hurt. And he's an MVP candidate. I. I'm going to vote for Jokic, but he's my number two. Like, I think he's that good. He's been that amazing this season. Um, we'll do our year-end awards later, but, like, he's been that good. But, man, do I hate James Harden, and do I think that he will screw this up? Yes. Um, and do I trust Toronto? They've won a championship. Or do I trust Nick Nurse? Do I trust um, – Fred Van Lee. I, I look. I th- I think this goes seven in Philly, and I think Toronto finds a way to win. I, I mm. I'm not. I, it's a coin toss, but I I just think that um, you know Harden will probably flame out in the second round, but maybe maybe this time because Toronto is too competent, he'll he'll flame out in this first round. Uh, I uh, am with you in that. I think it's going to take a long series and go seven, but I'm going to give uh, Philly the advantage there. Fair enough. The home game. Fair enough. I don't feel great about it, but... Man. I just think that Embiid is on a mission this year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I agree with that, and they also are going to have the two best dudes on the court. Uh, I got the sixes and five. Mm. Okay, fair enough. But they're missing their third or fourth best player for the entire series. Fourth. For for part of For half the for series. For part of the series. Not yeah. the entire series. Yeah. He gets to play in Philadelphia. Yeah, and so actually, in my prediction, he plays most of the series. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the three-six matchup featuring the Milwaukee Bucks, defending champion Milwaukee Bucks, I might add, and the Chicago Bulls. Both these teams not on a great streak to end the season, but uh, Chicago definitely has been petering out for a while but uh let's start with harper on this one what do you what are your thoughts uh i thought i was being very kind giving the bulls a game mm. okay there you go you're practically a saint 
Joey, what do you think? Well, I'm I'm a little bit you know uh, I, I'm a little bit nicer than the Enforcer, so I'll give the Bulls two, two games, games. I guess. Okay. What? Yeah. Well, it look, <laughs> it's it's the Bucks. They're gonna probably take a couple of those days off, go out. Get some drinks the night before. Hey, have I'm a good time. Get, get some deep got, dish pizza. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. got to be relaxed. Enjoy the sights. Yeah. And then, you know. Take the river cruise. And then uh, turn down the clamps when it matters. Yeah. Uh, Giannis doesn't fuck around with that shit. I think the Bucks are going to sweep <laughs> yeah, that's him. that's fair. <laughs> that is totally fair. Um, I am I'm right in between you and Harper on this. Um, Four and a half? I'll go. I'm gonna go ahead and Bulls give. No, I'm gonna go ahead and give uh, uh, nothing to Zach Levine, and we're gonna sweep, sweep. Yeah, that's a good guess, especially without uh, Lonzo, who is out for the playoffs. Yeah. So right, and I love Demar Derozan, but and if it's close, he could do some stuff. But do you, also, Giannis. Do you love Demar Derozan? Oh. No, I love him in a close basketball game, but I think Giannis will still beat him in a close basketball game. So I'm going to go with the sweep. Yeah. Did you guys see the interview with Giannis talking about Oreos? No. No. I am going to – I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, after the show, or uh, look it up. It is so endearing. It's wonderful. Do we need to link this for the show notes? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Sh- I mean, we should, but yeah, just – you say Oreos? Oreos, yeah, it's wonderful. I did hear that he like comes to post game conferences with like a press conferences with a, a dad jokes book. Yeah, and like <laughs> starts out by reading a dad joke to everybody and laughs uproariously. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the final matchup and the juiciest matchup, featuring the two seated Boston Celtics. Against the seven-seeded Brooklyn Nets, mm. who took down Cleveland in the playing game on Tuesday, uh, they have Kyrie Irving back full time now. Kevin Durant is fully operational Death Star mode. Uh, they may get Joe Harris back at some point uh, in this series, uh, and they're playing a Boston team that is has been on a tear since the All Star break. Um, absolutely, you know, next to the Phoenix Suns as the best team uh, record-wise in the second half of the season. Uh, I am very intrigued by this series. I have gone back and forth in my <laughs> brain over whether or not uh, it matters if Kyrie and and KD are there together because the rest of their team is a bunch of... Uh, kind of slapdash dudes that I don't trust in big moments, but those two guys are so freaking good. It's crazy. Uh, and the Boston Celtics who have Jason Tatum, who is, has, has taken a leap this year, it seems, and, and gotten a little bit of his nasty uh, mojo and seems like he's on a, a destruction mission. I think this goes the full seven games, and I think that man, where do I? Live? I, don't know. <laughs> I think I'm going to take the Brooklyn Nets to win this in seven All games. Right. That's what I'm going to do. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like teams being rewarded for no. half-assing it throughout the season. I don't like it either. Not that they half-assed it, but they just didn't have their guy. You know, right? Kyrie could only play half the games, and, and yeah, KD Kyrie, got hurt a bunch. Now so. that Kyrie the, chose not to play. Yeah. Now that the uh, sure. good point, Joe. You know, now that Kyrie can play all the games, uh, they are very dangerous indeed. I think he what he hit his first ten shots against the Cavs or something before finishing thirteen yeah. of fifteen. Then he just looks like he's in a good groove in this. I mean, he's well rested. He's only played half yeah. a season yeah. of basketball, right? right. I mean, right. that's true. It's yeah. I, he's like rounding into mid-season form. He really is, and uh, they may may also get Ben Simmons back. And before you say who cares, um, having you know a first-team All NBA defender to stick on Jason Tatum, and if nothing else, make him work uh, and tire himself out over forty-eight minutes. Uh, would be a real difference maker for them because they do not play great defense. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, I I can't see betting against Kevin Durant in this. Um, I would much rather see the Celtics win, um, but I think that the the Nets will find a way to wrap this up in six, so they don't have to face that Garden crowd. Wow! All right, team. Um, I am. This is this is the You're really stressed out. No, I am. Are I you okay? Is, no, I think this is the are hardest decision outside of. <laughs> I think that the Nets are incredibly capable, of course, um, and it's really hard to stop two of the greatest scorers of all time, and and uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, Kevin Durant. But I picked the Celtics to get to the finals and I still think that's going to be the case um, so they're number two in uh, in defense and number seven in offense do you know where the Brooklyn Nets are? Nowhere on defense, they're just nowhere they're not even on the list so um, mm. let's just <laughs> they're not even in the league they're not even in the league <laughs> so I think... they didn't play enough games of <laughs> so I think that Qualify. the Celtics can manage this I think they can figure this out they're number two in defense, and they're going to figure this out. And I think they're going to win it in uh, seven games in in the in the Garden, and they're in, with with the uh, Celtics crowd behind them. I feel like every game I've seen the Nets play this year, they go down twenty and then shut the other team down for seven minutes and go on like a twenty-five to two run. I feel yeah. like that's every game I've I seen agree, from the Nets. But their defense is. Uh... Well, but the, the the my my point is that what's a little scary is that when they turn it on, there there is another gear. There. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I they, they you know that's the thing. The, the, are they the most dangerous um, seven seed in the history of the basketball? Maybe. Yeah, I mean it's, that's super tough Probably. if you're a Boston yeah. fan, right? I mean, weren't the Knicks a seven seed that one year when they beat us? Yeah. No, they were an eight seed. And also, um, there was a year seed. that um, uh, the Houston Rockets went all the way to the finals, but they were a six seed. I'm just trying to think of six a better seven, seven seed ever. Can't come up with it. But I think the, they can be dangerous, too, because some of them aren't vaccinated and they could infect the other players. <laughs> sure. Super dangerous. Super dangerous. Yeah. Sure. Super spreader event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a whole monkey wrench and everything. All right, Joseph. Finish this well, off. I'm voting with my heart on this one, and I gotta—I can't land on the same one that Colson did. So we're gonna go Celtics in six. Let's do it, mm-hmm. yeah. Do it in, do it in Brooklyn in their faces. In their faces, right? 
By the way, shout out to uh, everybody in Brooklyn. Keep your heads up. Uh, mm. Crazy situation there. For sh- uh, yeah, for sure. Shout luckily, out. Luckily, no mortalities, I don't think. Right? Just Not that I've seen. Okay. That being said, I still think the Celtics are going to win. Sure. Um, I, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to give you the, uh, the truth here. Offensive rating 11th. Defensive rating 19th for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, that, that I mean, that's way better than I thought, given that they haven't had Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving for half the season. I still think the I'm Celtics are going to the finals against um, the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Suns win the title. So, Boy, they're going to have one of the oh, toughest yeah, I mean, road to the finals. They, they are going to have a really the tough road. And the yeah, Bucks. They also have to beat the Bucks after this. So, yeah. Yep. And they're the be a tough road favorites. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, it should be so a good place. they got to go through a gauntlet and then face whoever, you know, whatever the Heat may be or something like that. Or the Hawks. <laughs> or the Hawks, yeah, exactly. With the Eastern Conference final. They will have their fingers crossed for that matchup, no doubt. Nate ECF Millen. Let's play checkers while we're playing chess. I wonder if he wears like a. I wonder if he had like an Eastern Conference Finals ring made. McMillan does, and he just wears it, you know, to sleep every night. Did you guys see the Atlanta Braves World Series rings? Dude, they were so bonkers. It. It, the ring opens up, and inside there's these little LED lights, and it's a, a little tiny model of their field with oh. rubies with all with the, where all the home runs landed during the World what? Series last year. Yeah. No. That's really specific. It's real bonkers. Okay, that's a lot of work. LEDs in a ring. I like but it. Made, made by Jostens. Jostens. Bring in the heat. <laughs> Shout out to Jostens. Yeah. <laughs> got a ring guy. You know what? That's got to be the best time in those, like the the designer's career. You know, you get to like, normally you're just doing whatever, the same old, same old stuff. But then, you know, one of these professional teams is like, look, we're doing this up. <clears throat> I want LEDs inside this thing. <laughs> well, you know what, Joe? You know what I think we're going to do? Um, we're gonna start putting LEDs in your beard for all of the uh, <laughs> home runs we hit as a as a podcast. Okay, I'm gonna be so bedazzled so fast. <laughs> it has 755 diamonds yeah. on the ring. Is that a cat or baby? I mean, it's a cat. You can see the cat, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally just saw it. That's the cat. I was impressed. Uh, my wife got one wrong. She called in today. She got one wrong on the oh phone. My. Oh, yeah. not acceptable. Yeah. Oh, there's your cat. Oh, I see the um, cat now. Here we go. Yeah, that's cat. But I'm just saying, like, I, I, no, no shade on her. It's just, it's cats are good. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing this for centuries, man. Yeah, she's only she's only had a baby know, for a little while. Yeah, cats have had you know hundreds or thousands of years to. To get good at this, and, and they're it's good. So bizarre to me, but I feel like cats never actually want attention that much. Why did they develop this so specific uh, means of getting attention? They need, they need food uh, or to go outside. 
Maybe they're actually just trying to distract you from your baby so it'll die and they can eat it. <laughs> that sounds like a cat. No, they like they like the kid. Mm-hmm. Until they eat it. <laughs> they're just trying to fatten him. <laughs> it's, whatever hey, they do, it's working. He's a big, he's a big boy. boy. It's uh, well, it's starting to get warm now, so we don't. You know, we're not. Today his like legs were out, and he's he's got some. He's got some chonker thighs. Mm. <laughs> his legs were out. What nice. does that even mean? I mean, like he wasn't wearing like a like long legged onesie because it's it was like sixty degrees today. Mm. When it's cold, you got to keep them up. They don't they don't have the 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 body mass that I do, or an adult does. You know. Mm. Layman's getting close though. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yep, let's get going. Uh, well, thank you for hanging out with us. If you've made it this far, you did a good thing with your life. Congratulations. <laughs> um, we'll be back with you next week, talking more about playoffs, I'm sure, and uh, deep dive into uh, some other topics. Probably, I'm probably just going to pick something up. We're not going to do any of that stuff. We're going to talk on Sunday um, about whatever we're talking about. Um, well, you know, we always have a side conversation with anything. Without, you know, we have a side conversation without you, you know, where we get all the work oh, done. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So maybe yeah. you'll have some in-depth conversations to have. Yeah, yeah. And know. in show two, just Colson reading poems from fourth grade. <laughs> I have more. If you'd like. Uh, until then, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash TheUndebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. It's a contact form. You can use that to send us a message. And you can email us. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. And if you're a cat in my house, you can just <laughs> scream and I'll hear you. And I'll make sure you have food and water. That's good of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the architect Donnie Walsh and our once and always Hall of Fame coach Bobby Sick Leonard turn out the lights the party's over nice one it was very mm-hmm. subdued yeah it was pleasant we love you Pacer Nation it's been a long season you deserve a little bit of solace maybe they send Donnie Walsh in a Mm. Case and a half of Diet Coke to the lottery. Oh, they should. Maybe uh, Nancy Leonard. How about that? No, there you go. That's a good one, Joey. There we go. Now we get the number one pick. Welcome to the team, Jabari Smith. Smith. So, I mean, there's so much that's going to change. So much going to change when we get that number one pick. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Better hope so, because uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, uh, you're gonna quit your job and break up with whoever you're at with. Uh, no, that's just to watch. Just the to watch it. That's to watch, just it. to watch it. That's that's table stakes. No, yeah, no, I'm quitting my job, breaking up with whoever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It, it's nothing is gonna be more important to me on May 17th than getting the number one pick. You should probably put that on your on your profile. Yeah, you could probably, you know, ask for that day off in advance and then not schedule it. And also tell my loved one that I need a day off. No, 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 no. I'm going to yeah. destroy my entire life for this. <laughs> You're just going to wait until the day. Of course, of course. Uh, I'm guessing baby. 
Mm. It's a cat. Ah, oh, man, I always lose this game. Yep.